Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. In the late 1800s, a man approached another dressed to the nines. He leaned into his ear and told him his time had come. The man took one last drag from his cigarette, exhaled a long trail of smoke, and flicked the butt several feet away. He traversed a walkway and at the end of it, found himself standing in front of a large group of strangers. He could feel their eyes piercing his body and staring into his soul. Everyone was there to witness his execution, hoping it would be everything they expected and more. Such is the life of an entertainer. It feels as if you have intentionally put yourself in front of a firing squad, ready to raise their rifles and shoot. When you're on the stage, there is often a self-imposed demand to give the perfect performance. Quickly, he proceeded to showcase his exceptionally rare and unique talent to the audience. Not one of them had ever witnessed such a presentation. It was unheard of, extraordinary, astonishing, and somehow it was both equally juvenile and elegant. By the end of the performance, the audience was on their feet, clapping and cheering. The man breathed a sigh of relief, knowing full well that he had just secured his future. Joseph Pujol discovered his almost superhuman ability as a boy while swimming. Scared out of his wits, he rushed to his parents and told them what happened. They were no less frightened, but their family physician assured with a good-hearted laugh that little Joe was very healthy. There was nothing to worry about. His body simply possessed unusual capabilities. As he grew up, he often amused his schoolmates with little tricks. By the time he enlisted in the army, he constantly performed for the men around him. He was born to entertain. His army chums dubbed him Le Petit Man, the perfect stage name for a man with his talent. Still, in his mind, it was just a clever trick for a good laugh. And so, when his time of service ended, he established a bakery in hopes he would find contentment in the work. He had a growing family of his own to feed, after all. But he felt pent up, constipated with talent that wasn't bursting forth to amuse the masses. He couldn't take it anymore and began to perform all over France. Everywhere he went, he left a sensation. The time came when he knew he was a big fish in a little pond. He needed to take on Paris, and there was no other venue he would work but the biggest in town, the Moulin Rouge. It was still brand new and the creme de la creme of entertainment halls at the time. Joseph was standing backstage, wearing his signature ensemble, a red waistcoat, white bow tie, white gloves, black satin breeches ruched at the knee, black silk stockings, and black shoes. The man approached, leaned into his ear, and told him that his time had come. Joseph took one last drag from his cigarette, exhaled a long trail of smoke, and flicked the butt several feet away. He traversed the walkway to center stage and stood in front of a large audience. He could feel their eyes piercing his body and staring into his soul. This was his moment. He addressed the onlookers. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the honor to present a session of petoman. The word petoman means someone who can break wind at will, but don't let your nose worry you. Joseph's stage name, Le Petoman, translates in English as the farting maniac. 
he proceeded to entertain by performing more than a few stunts, such as blowing out a candle from several feet away, recreating various sound effects like thunder and cannon fire, all with his bottom. He also implemented a short tube and the flute-like instrument, the flageolet, to play short pieces of music. He then closed his act by playing La Marseillaise on the ocarina and extinguishing the stage lights one by one. It has been said that it often took audiences at least 25 minutes to regain their breath before leaving the theater. They were so delirious from laughing. Joseph's weird ability wasn't just passing gas on demand. What he discovered as a young boy was the uncanny ability to control his lower abdominal muscles. Some of us wiggle our ears, others cross their eyes or curl their tongues. Perhaps you're one of those people who believes your thumbs are double-jointed, which you demonstrate by pulling your opposable digits farther back than it appears humanly possible. Mr. Pujol could simply flex a different set of muscles, sucking in and blowing out air with his derriere. For three years, he sold out the theater, becoming the highest-paid entertainer of his time. An unfortunate lawsuit by the shrewd club owner forced him to leave the Moulin Rouge. The owner even debuted a new star as a rival to Joseph's act, La Femme Petoman. But she was quickly revealed to be a fraud who hid a bellows under her skirt. This time, Pujol filed the lawsuit and won. But when the dust finally settled, Joseph started his own theater troupe and continued to successfully perform until the First World War which forced him into retirement. He didn't mind, though. He felt fulfilled and was happy to focus on the loving wife and ten children he had financially supported in the most effervescent way. He was a beloved husband, father, and friend up until the day he died in 1945, at the ripe old age of 88. Joseph Pujol wasn't the only to possess such a whimsical talent. Previously, there was Roland the Farter, the court jester to King Henry II, and more recently, Mr. Methane from Great Britain. But none come close in raw talent, entertainment prowess, or celebrity, as Le Petoman, the greatest of all flatulists. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.